Hi, this is Mimi. And this is Lee. And this is Getting Rich After Divorce. We're two divorced women who decided the best way to get rich was to embrace our entrepreneurial spirits and build our own business. To us, rich means the money in your bank account, but also the quality of your life, your experiences, and your personal well-being. You're here to overcome doubt, fear, burnout, and finally get unstuck to build a business you love and makes you rich. You also want to learn how to do all of this while navigating the challenges divorced women face. If that's you, stick with us. You're in the right place. Hi, this is Mimi. And this is Lee. In this episode of Getting Rich After Divorce, we talk about the difference between social media for personal use and social media for business use. Yeah, and um, they can kind of be the same and they can kind of be really different. I um, know businesses, mainly small businesses that really kind of weave those two things together. So we can kind of, we'll be talking a little bit about what does it mean to have a personal social media presence versus a business social media presence? What feels comfortable to you? And we'll also share how we've negotiated, we've navigated this, this world of social media. Right. And um, what Mimi's saying like uh, is important that there are different ways of approaching this so that you, you have some latitude. You get to figure out your own way to do this I think, though, if you're in our age group at all, I think the only way that maybe isn't optimal is to just say, I'm not using social media at all. I think that's a pretty hardcore stance. You can definitely do it. You can definitely do it. Um, And um, how are you going to grow your business? (laughs) So, you know, the beauty of social media for all its problems, and it admittedly has many problems. But the beauty of it is that democratizes the ability for someone with few resources, very little resources, to use a tool to reach a lot of people cheaply to grow a small business, a new business. So it's, it, it makes it possible for people with zero dollars, really, to just at least post to their friends to start with or friends of friends and ask people to share posts, you know, that's one way to go. And, you know, there are different ways to approach this, but saying I'm not going to use social media at all may not be the best way to go. Yeah, especially, I mean, if you think of our business where we work um, primarily and really almost solely with divorced women who typically are aged between 30 and 30 years old and 60 years old, Anywhere from, depending on different studies, one from the Pew Research Center in 2021 is that 50 to 70% of women in that demographic use Facebook. Yeah. And women use Facebook more than men. So for Lee and I, being in on Facebook and using Facebook groups and Facebook business resources was a natural fit. You know, if my daughter was going to start her own business, she would probably be TikToking it or she's a Gen Z. And I think they are all about Instagram and TikTok. So she would be using a different social media. So it's 
part of social media for business is where are your people hanging out? Where are the people that you want to reach hanging out? I have a woman who helps teens navigate um, moving from the home and to college and then to on their own. So she's like, I don't talk on Facebook hardly at all. Like, because she has to, she had to really go learn how to use those other platforms to find her people. Right. So what we covered in the previous podcast, if you didn't get a chance to listen to that, is the emotional response divorced women can have to Facebook in particular. We just, I mean, it could be any social media, but we we focused on Facebook as an example um, because a lot of our people are hanging out on Facebook. So that's just an example, but this pretty much applies to all social media. But, you know, there's a very emotional experiential response that people have to using social media that actually extends to everyone. It's not just divorced women. What we said, you know, briefly was that it heightens perhaps the way that the negative, (laughs) the negatives of being on social media. So here, what we're doing this week is talking about how do you reframe it and move through that discomfort How do you find the appropriate boundaries, get the appropriate privacy settings, do your work, you know, both technically on Facebook, but also emotionally, you know, maybe you need to see a therapist to get through that, you know, if if your business is really important to you and that's what you really want to do and you know that your people are hanging out on social media and it's a cheap way to get started, you know, you've got to do the emotional work. to figure this out. And I know it's easier to say than to do. I mean, Mimi and I have been on our own journeys with this and we're not the most public people on Facebook by any stretch, you know, (laughs) Uh, but we figured out a way to use it in our business that we're comfortable with. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about how um, we use it, which is on Facebook. So Mm -hmm. we'll be talking a lot about how Facebook is structured for this, how we use it, how you can start to think about it. Um, But if you end up using another platform, a lot of the, especially the mental and mindset um, issues around it will translate to those various platforms too. And they also will probably have within them, I really know very little about TikTok, you know, how you could set up groups or subgroups or friends or followers, you know, but just know that a lot of this will translate into the different platforms, even though we're primarily focusing on Facebook. Right. Right. So, um, you know, technically on Facebook, the way Facebook approaches your use of it, you know, they have their own structure that they want you to fit into. They really want individuals to have their own personal page that they set up and connect to quote unquote friends. And so to do anything, including business on Facebook, you have to start by opening a personal page. Now, you could decide to make it completely private and only have your dog as, you know, your one friend on there and then set up, then go over and set up a business page that's public. You don't have to turn your personal Facebook page into some big thing. Um, so you can choose how you go at this, but I think, you know, Facebook's been around for a while. A lot of people, even if they are on Facebook a lot or not, they have some kind of Facebook profile. 
So if you have a Facebook profile, you can just go on over and from your Facebook profile, you can create a business page that's separate, separate name. If you want it to be a separate name, it can be your name if you want it to, but it could be a separate name. It's, it's um, technically behind the scenes on Facebook. They see it as like an offshoot of your personal page, but that does not mean that posts you make on your business page will show up on your personal page. So they are separate. Facebook just wants, you know, you just can't go in and set up a business account. You've got to have that personal one first. But when you post, they are separate. You know, so it's good to know that. Yeah, so Facebook sees them as different. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people run them as two totally separate different things. They have a tone and a feel that they utilize on their personal page that can be like fun, kick back. Hey, this is me and my fam. This is what we're doing. Super sherry. And their business page can be really buttoned up and structured. And, you know, there's different purposes for them. And then there's some businesses where it's really blended, like yes. what they do in their business is highly connected to what they do in their personal life. And so, you know, I have friends in Sometimes I don't know if I'm looking at something they were posting for business or something they're posted for personal right. because they're really, you know, very connected. Yeah. So there, you've got a lot of choice and freedom to figure out how you do this. And I think it's important, especially if you had a strong emotional reaction to Facebook or social media to start to look at it intellectually, start to, you know, start to deal with those emotions, you know, like don't just stay stuck there. Um, you know, you can evolve through that and get to a place where you see it more objectively and understand what your options are, that you have a lot of choice in the matter and hiding under a rock and staying hidden is probably not your best choice if you've got a business. And you get to decide, right? You get to set what your boundaries are. You get to set what your privacy settings are. Lee and I run, um, workshops and mini courses that really talk about privacy and boundaries and social media. But, you, you know, you really are giving a lot of control over you, whether you want this post to go to a small group, to a large group, to um, a private group, like groups on Facebook are their own separate thing. There's like pages and then there's groups. I know that many of our um, podcast followers are in our Facebook group, which is also titled Getting Rich After Divorce. So if you're not in that Facebook group, we'll have the link below to get in there because our demographic is divorced women. And what divorced women um, need is privacy, safety, community. And a Facebook group is a beautiful place for that to happen. It's my um, almost sole use of Facebook is going into different groups. I think I'm members of like over 30 different groups and um and I love them but they they allow for you if you have your own group it's where you can talk to your um your followers you know your customers your clients in a really safe and private way right and you there are settings there so again you know you gotta you know take take our mini course but or just learn what the privacy settings are on each kind of page or group but group can be private or it can be public. It could be, you know, something in between. And so you've got to do some research and figure it out. But just know that there are options that you can set various boundaries and, and you have some choice there. I think that's just important for people who have like that knee jerk, like, no, 
to social media that there's a lot of choice there and you have control as Mimi said they get Facebook actually does give you a sense of control over you know how, what your settings are yeah so I know when we first started our business my thought was everything I posted on social media was going to be out there and everybody in the whole world was going to be seeing my business very naively. Now I'm like, wow, I wish the whole world was seeing everything I posted out there. That would be great for my business. Um, yes. But there's a learning curve and a comfort level that you build. So it's, you know, this idea that you're going to go on Facebook and everything is suddenly going to be out there for the world to see. It's like, just take it in steps. You know, it's like, where's my comfort level now? Where's my boundary now? And it can grow or it can shrink. Like it came in, oh, I have a new <laughs> a little doggy there. <laughs> He's part with me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. He wanted to be a part of the a part of it. Yeah. So you can um, with this just know that um, you do want people to find you. That is actually your business objective, and this is where again you've got to start to branch out from your personal reaction into business thinking. And in business thinking, you want people to find you. You want business. You want to make money, presumably, if you're starting some kind of business, whether it's a small, you know, like a little side gig. I shouldn't use the word little, but meaning, you know, some people have, you know, aspirations to make millions. Some have aspirations to make, you know, $50,000 or, you know, an extra $25,000. So it just depends. That's what I mean by little. Your business is big, whether it's, you know, lower revenue or higher revenue, but um, that, you, your goals are different. So, so on your personal page, each person's going to have a different kind of goal. Maybe it's just to remember, for me, it's remembering people's birthdays, understanding when big, big life events have happened to people, like they've lost a parent, like my old friends from high school. I want to know if somebody lost a parent, you know, I want to be able to reach out. And so for me, you know, I have very limited goals on my personal page. <laughs> you know, I don't have big goals there, but you've got to figure out your goals are different on your business page. And things you post on your business page are not going to be seen again on your personal page. So if you're worried about, you know, some of the people in your personal group, um, you know, your quote unquote friends um, and family members seeing something on your business, you don't, they'll, they never have to know you've got this thing over here if you don't want them to know. But you do want business, you do want to be seen. And like Mimi said, you'll, you'll be wishing you had the whole world looking at your posts on your business page. But that, in fact, is very unlikely to happen unless you really work at it. So, you know, you can put up that business page and organically over time, people will stumble onto you and start to follow your page. But let me just tell you what to expect here. Um, just so you're not freaked out thinking the whole world's going to see you, because that's, that is one of the bigger fears that people have. So, you know, it's more likely that, you know, your mom, if you tell your mom you have a business page, is going to be your first follower or your child or your best friend. And then for a long time, weeks, months, it's going to be that one follower and you're going to be wishing that people could find you and stumble onto you. And then you, there are ways to do that, but it's more likely if you leave it to organic use that you'll get, then you'll get two 
and then you'll have two for a long time and then you'll get three and then suddenly it'll be at 15 and you're like who are these 15 people and they find me and thank god because i've been in, i've had this up for six months so it's going to be slow and organic it depends on the search words you use and you know other things that you're doing you can also get more people following you if you take specific actions, but you're going to have to work for that. <laughs> it's less likely that you put up something public on a business page and suddenly, you know, 5 billion people are like understanding something about you that you, you know, makes you feel exposed. So I just wanted to explain a little bit about organic growth. If you put something out there that's quote unquote public, chances are you're still going to be very hidden, even if you go public technically. And so it's your problem will be actually finding people to come to your page. That's going to be something that you specifically are most likely going to be working on. How can I get more people to follow me? And so that's, that's a big difference. You know, on your personal page, people who want to look you up can look you up by name. If you're using your actual name, we have a lot of divorced clients who use aliases or variations on their name because they don't want everybody to find them. But, you know, a lot of people have their actual name. So that's, it may seem like, yeah, but people find me, people find me very different on the business side. So what you want to do is sit down and think about what are my goals for my business page? What are my objectives here? What, what do I hope will happen? And, and please know that one of these objectives should be actually getting customers. Because <laughs> why else would you do it? And you, you do, in fact, want customers is, is something, you know, you're going to find out very soon. Yeah. And I just wanted to, to say that um, one of the tricky things about Facebook is they shift the rules, they shift how they show your material, they shift who sees it. Um, it's They have algorithms, if you've heard in, in the news where they talk about social media algorithms running everything. It's part of this whole AI world, right? What what gets seen and what doesn't get seen. And the your business page is like, if you can get the algorithm posting that, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and one thing I want to be clear is um, sometimes people hear Facebook changes things. And I know from a personal page perspective, you know, I've seen the posts, people have very paranoid thoughts about they're shifting it. So now everything's public when really it was private before. That's so one thing you should not be scared about is they they will not suddenly post everything you have in a private group publicly. That's not something they can do. Um, that's not something they'll do. And they're not going to suddenly start posting your business posts on your personal page. They're really separate silos. And so that's not what we're talking about. But you do want the face, you want to find ways for the Facebook algorithm to steer more customers toward your business page. That's something that you, you, you'll be so lucky if that actually happens. That'll be a good thing for you. Yeah, that's a great clarification because there is a lot of fear mm -hmm. um, around what Facebook will and won't do. But um, I do think they are committed to upholding the standards that they've set when you've set up your privacy settings. Right. You know, they're a business. They're in business to make money. So when they change things, it's it really is what am I going to place in your feed? Like, do you get those posts in your personal feed that it's like, 
Hey, like this post, you know, I'm trying to change the 25 people's mm. posts that Facebook sends to me. That's the type of stuff we're talking about that they'll change, like how frequently your personal and your business stuff show up. Um, but I think really what we want to talk about today is that it's different, like your personal profile and what you post and share there and your business profile do not have to be the same, most likely won't be the same. And you really will have different content and different objectives mm-hmm. on both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And the content, you know, on your business page, you know, it depends on the kind of business you're in because, you know, I, I'm a coach, you know, life coach. And so a lot of life coaches, even on their business page, will have a lot of personal, depending on their taste for it and their comfort level with it, will have some personal stuff. You know, they might post pictures of family and grown children or even children. You know, it's their prerogative what they do, but you don't, you know, you're not required to share your personal life on your business page. You really want the strategy for your business page to be about your business and what what is going to be compelling to your target audience what are they going to want to see yeah which a lot of the, these days is authenticity mm-hmm. so to share a little bit about yourself um often it's what you would be sharing is not you know oh i went to the gym at five o'clock this morning but it's going to be more the reason of why do you have this business page why do you have this business what do you um hoping to share with the world. So like even on your business page, a lot of what you share personally is still related to why this business exists. But mm-hmm. again, you you have the, the ability to make it be whatever you want it to be. Yeah, and that has more to do with branding too, like how your brand image and your image merge in a business context. So, you know, We've talked a lot in our podcasts and in our to our Facebook group about, you know, that whether you like it or not, you are your brand. And, you know, people who have been hiding under a rock and hoping nobody ever sees them, you know, are going to be cringing right now. But you are your brand. But this is actually good news for a divorced woman who's been hiding. You, you deserve to be seen. You deserve to shine. You know, people want to see your light. They want to get to know you. And if you, whatever your product is, they want to get to know you. So there are people out there in the world who will love you and resonate with you. And this is a great way for you to grow into your second chapter so that you find out who you really are and you feel, you you realize you can be loved for who you really are. So it's a great personal journey to start to show yourself, allow people to see what's appropriate to the situation and, and practice with being your brand. That does not mean, you know, that you have to have a million photo shoots, but they exposing who you are, you know, step by step, you don't have to do it all at once. It's a beautiful way to, you know, draw people to your business and, and increase your revenue, but it's also a personally fulfilling thing to do. And you'll discover at some point, it may not be immediately, that you have so much value in just being who you are. And when you stay hidden, you don't necessarily get to learn that. Yeah. I love that, Lee. I love it. And I think one of the most beautiful things about it is you'll start to engage with the people that engage with you on social media. You know, so the people that comment on your post and share your post, they want to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the, 
our favorite things about our business is when people really start to interact with us and we start to learn who these people are who are coming into our group and we start to have conversations with them and we realize what they're going through and we realize what they're looking for. And, you know, often they'll end up telling us how we're actually helping and changing their lives. And then again, I don't even tell you words cannot even express how rewarding that is. And so you never get that if you stay hidden. You got to put yourself out there a little bit and just, you can do it in small steps. You don't have to do it all at once, but this is a journey. And this is a growth journey for many people to start to use social media differently. And we know that it's fraught with hesitation and fear and, you know, some stumbling blocks, but you can do it. You can get through it. Yeah. Um, It's interesting that you said that because I was visiting my daughter recently and I was on my computer and I was in one of our Facebook groups and somebody responded to a blog that I had put up and it was so beautiful. And as she was responding, it immediately took me back to the moment that I wrote about and I could so resonate with who she was in that moment and how she was feeling because it was exactly who I was and how I felt in that moment that I wrote about and tears just started rolling down my face. And my daughter was like, mom, what's wrong? (laughs) Just on Facebook. I'm so you know, because it's really powerful. I mean, that's the yeah. beauty, you know, it's one of those beautiful moments of social media where the connection was so strong and so real. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's moments like that. Like you, it's worth more than any money you'll ever make from your business are those moments. And um, yeah. And you would never get those. Like Mimi never would have gotten that if she hadn't posted. And it was about a personal story, a very deeply personal story. She never would have had that connection and that sense of, it's just like love and compassion, shared love and compassion. Um, she yeah. hadn't exposed herself a bit. Yeah. I know when we first started our business, one of our coaches said to us, you don't know when people are listening. You don't know when what something that you've posted or something that you've shared is resonating, Mm -hmm. you know, just keep doing your thing. So like, just keep using social media in a way that feels real and authentic and true to you and your business and how you want to grow and don't get too caught up on what's on the other side. You know, you obviously want to think about who the, who you're putting it out there for and hoping that they'll get it, but the outcome shouldn't be that. 800 people see this post in the next two months or whatever it is. It's just people are watching and people are listening. And like Lee was talking about that following and um, the people that will have access to it will slowly be building over time, even if you're not, you know, totally aware of it. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. We have, we've had, you know, we've been in business for a while and we've gone through several iterations and our earliest business had totally different name, totally different agenda. And we had just abandoned that page pretty much after we moved on to a different kind of project, different company name. And, you know, I went back to take it down and there were like thousands of people following that page. So it will over trickle in. It'll trickle in over time, just organically it'll happen. Um, so it does happen, but it's a lot more slowly than you might think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so... I mean, I guess takeaways for this is that your personal page on Facebook and your business page 
don't have to be the same. You know, you don't have to promote your business on your personal page if you absolutely do not want to. And then when you set your business page, it is separate. You know, it's technically separate from, and Facebook considers it a silo. You know, there are boundaries between those two things. That's another takeaway. And that you can set the tone however you want. You do want to try to experiment with, hi, I'm so-and-so, and, you know, I'm so excited about this. But, you know, some showing up personally to some degree in baby steps on your business page, you know, playing around with that, but it doesn't have to be both selfie after selfie after selfie, if that's not appropriate to your business, or if you just don't want to do that. But, um, you know, recognizing that having a business page or a way that you attract people to you on Facebook is going to help you grow your business. And we're assuming you're in business because you want revenue. And the way you get revenue is you attract people to your business. So we can't emphasize enough. It's it's not just like having a business card. It is a business card and a calling card to some degree. You can point people to it, you know, when you meet them out and about. And you can say, go to my Facebook page. So it is a calling card, but it's way more than that. It's like a permanent advertisement that people can stumble on, like a billboard you put up. And, you know, people are going to start driving by it over time and seeing that billboard and maybe stopping to follow you. And uh, that is one way to start to get some attention toward what you do. Yeah, absolutely. I love the billboard analogy. I hadn't thought about it that way. That's good. I don't know if it works, but <laughs> it's down a lonely road at first and then the road gets built out. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully that kind of clarifies it for you, gives you a little sense of, um, comfort in having a business page and being on um, social media in whatever form you are. Um, you know, we thought we said we would share a little bit about how we use it. I'm a Facebook group person as opposed to posting on my personal page. I use Facebook to go into the different groups that I'm in, stay in touch and build community. Like that's how I have, you know, my community. Right. And as I said earlier, you know, personally, I, it's just for birthdays and big life events. And then I use it exclusively for business and business connections. So I'm in a lot of business kind of groups. So, um, you know, like people I went to coaching school with, or, you know, other, I have a business coach, you know, I'm in that group. And then we have our own groups that we manage. So it's really a group's experience for me. And I think that's, that's where the beauty of Facebook is too, because you can be in a lot of private groups that are very niche for you. They're, they're very personalized for you. And that's where the action is, I think. Yeah, definitely for me. Yeah. All right. Well, we're, this is, we're going to be talking a lot about, you know, how you build your brand, your sense of identity and image uh, coming up. And, you know, it's a big topic for us. It's a big topic for our people. Social media and how you interact with it plays such a huge role in your branding and your sense of self, your self-confidence and your self-image. So this is a very large discussion. And really today was just about you know, just kind of a narrow topic of the difference between social and business pages um, on Facebook. But we just want to get talking about this and get you thinking about it. I'm not sure where you are in your journey, but 
um, this is a conversation worth having, you know, from time to time, no matter where you are. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us.